Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to a special edition of Sports of the Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Ammo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing all right, other than uh, the opening day at City Field. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll dive into that momentarily. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, how the Mets and Yankees are doing so far uh, this year and how both franchises have had a role reversal of late. Um, we'll also talk about the NCAA uh, tournament. Um, we'll also talk about, um, you know, uh, NBA, how the, you know, the Knicks are doing, uh, Mitchell Robinson-wise, uh, and um, what's going on with them, and the, the latest rumor, you know, surrounding them and, um, you know, uh, Durant, and even uh, up, and you know other stuff. I'll I'll you know leave that you know for you guys to check that out soon. And of course, you know end the show off with a little WWE and uh, preview WrestleMania that's coming up this Sunday. So you know most importantly, you know I want to hear from you. If you like to let your voice get uh, get heard, feel free to call in nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven. Three eight eight four one eight nine. So, with that said, uh, let's just um, yeah, let's talk baseball here. And um, you know the Mets have been pretty good. You know they've been playing well. Uh, they they've been road warriors. You know, like the Legion of Doom from WWE and WCW. They've been destroying. You know, nonstop. But now they came home earlier today, and um, they laid a big goose egg, you know, it was a, it was a weird start, man, um, today, um, Syndergaard, he only gave up one hit, but they were already trailing one nothing before he gave up the home run, so Syndergaard gave up two home runs, or rather two runs, the Mets was, both Mets and this, and, um, and the Nationals were, were, were being no hit, but Mets was trailing most of the day, one nothing, because um, you, thanks to some errors and you know um, Syndergaard walking people in the second inning, you know he didn't have his best stuff, but he kind of settled down a little bit. But the damage was done because Robles hit a, a, a solo home run to make it clear, you know that was, you know that basically put the icing on the cake because. The Mets literally had no offense. I think they only had four hits all, all um, you know, all day. And, you know, Wilson Ramos had, you know, half the total with two. And the Mets, man, they were, they were as great as they were on the road, you know, in Washington, you know, winning two out of three. And, um, you know, in, uh, in uh, Miami against the Marlins, sweeping the Marlins, their first game home, back home, you know, they they stunk up the joint. 
you know, unfortunately. I know it's one game, but, you know, this season, you know, the, the Mets are, what, 5-2 and two now? But, man, Mickey Callaway, man, he's burning this bullpen out already. I know the Mets are 5-2, and two, but as we unfortunately recall, the Mets was 11-1 and one before, you know, everything went downhill. So, I think I think it's a, a huge concern with Mickey Callaway uh, burning this this bullpen by him misusing misusing them these past two seasons. I mean, just the other day, they almost blew a game um, because they had um, they had Familia and Diaz not be available to pitch, so they had Ju- Justin Wilson, who's um, you know their um, one of their, their set-up lefty guys, they made him go two innings, and he he got he got hit up like a Christmas tree. But lucky for him, you know, all the line drives were, were caught, were hit at, I think, uh, Davis, if I'm not mistaken, playing third. Like, there were line drives, you know, with, with the person, I think, on third, with nobody out, I think, in my memory, right. Basically, they had the tying one, and probably the running run at the plate, and the person hit into a double play to end the game. And um, Mickey Callaway, man, he, I mean, this bullpen is a lot better than it was last year, but him misusing them is really making them get lit up, man. It's it's something to worry about. I mean, there are a lot of positives with this Mets team. You know, Alonzo um, hitting a home run, uh, you know, this past weekend. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of plus with the team. Um, you know, uh, Degrom yesterday striking out 14, hitting a home run, his second ever, dominating the Marlins. Uh, you know, the career high was um, 14 strikeouts, um, which uh, and not to mention his um, quality start. He's had a what I think what was it 25 um, 25 straight quality starts in a row which uh, ties him with uh, Bob Gibson. And then he has, and then he keeps extending on his, um, his streak of 31 uh, straight starts with, uh, I think, going at least seven innings and having three or less runs. So this guy, he's, he's, on a, he's on another level, man. So congrats to him. But the, the starting pitching, uh, other, than, other than DeGrom, has been shaky. Uh, Syndergaard, he he ha- he's been he hasn't looked like Syndergaard so far this year. Mats, you know, is Mats, you know, he he's up and down. Um, I'm trying to think. Wheeler, Wheeler didn't pitch that great. Um, his one start, uh, he's gonna pitch on Saturday. Um, and then afterwards, um, you know, Vargas. The, the the last game of the season, uh, the the last game of the the Marlins season, I think. Uh, well, not the Marlins. It was um, what team was he facing? Yeah, no wait, was it was it Marlins? It, yeah, I think he was facing Marlins. But yeah, they basically let that game away. You know, they had they were leading five, five nothing, and they almost blew that game. But um, you know, they were able to hold on and sweep the Marlins, but. All in all, the, Mar- the the Mets, man, they they've shown flashes. They've been good for the most part, but Mickey Callaway's moves for two seasons in a row has left me scratching my head. Uh, I, what's your thoughts on the, the the Mets this far? 
Uh, well, you know, just like I said uh, last week, you know, pitching, they're, they're going to have to be more consistent behind DeGrom. I mean, he can't be the only guy pitching well and carrying this team like he did last year. You know, Syndergaard, he's supposed to be the second guy behind DeGrom, and he's looked shaky so far, you know, in his uh, first few starts. So he's definitely going to have to step it up. And the rest of the pitching, as far as the bullpen, I mean, overusing the bullpen too early on, you know, might cost them that's later on in the season, you know. It could lead to injuries down the stretch. Also, guys, you know, um, being uh, suffering from fatigue down the stretch. So, I think Cali has to do a better job, better job of managing the bullpen a little bit better before you know some of these guys get injured or tired, or you know, we're gonna have to call up other guys from the minors to come into you know, pitch out a bullpen. So hopefully he doesn't you know, overuse some of these guys too much or else, you know, that's going to, you know, they're going to be punished for that later on in the season. But, uh, I mean, the Mets, they're still 5-2 and two, despite um, offensive inconsistencies and, you know, uh, lackluster pitching other than from uh, DeGrom. They're still 5-2, and two, so you got to be happy about that. And you've done well so far on the road, you know, against the Nationals and uh, – Phillies, right? You guys play the Phillies also? I think? Uh, no, Marlins. Marlins, Marlins. Right, right. So, you know, you got to continue to build on that. And you're only as good as the next day's starter. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, Syndergaard was bad today, but hopefully the uh, whoever pitches tomorrow will uh, pitch you better. And, uh, uh, Saturday. Get one. Saturday, okay. Well, you guys uh, just finished the series? No, no, the no. Nationals? We have we have the day off. Uh, because uh, this was our home opener. I think. Oh, okay. That's weird. So, yeah, we had we 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 started the first six games on the road. So since oh. this is our you know opening day, we ha- we have tomorrow off, and then um, we have um, what, what was it? I'm trying to think. Um, Wheeler versus Corbin, or as I like to call him, uh, Patrick Baron Corbin. <laughs> oh, and then you know on uh, Sunday you have. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who it is. Mats probably versus who is he gonna face? Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check who he's facing. I don't think it's Sergio. No, because no, it's not Sergio. I'm trying to. I'd have to look to see who who um who um Matt is facing on Sunday. But um, yeah, the Mets they got a. It's just one game, you know. For the most part, they've they've been tough. They you know they've been in every game, even the game they lost uh, to the Nationals off a walk off hit. Uh, to um, I'm trying to think who 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 homered. I don't think it was was it Trey Turner. Could have been. I I can't remember. But in any case, um, yeah, they they just need to step up their game, and they need they desperately need to to sign um Keiko, you know. And then just slide Vargas in, you know, into the pen, and that you, that way you you fix the pen, and you you um you you fix you sort of by the starting pitching. So yeah, I mean that's I I think it would cure both situations because supposedly the Mets are are um are are um are um what you gonna call it? They're um what was I gonna say? Um, Mets are are supposedly monitoring the situation. 
they're they're um, monitoring the situation. But um, I hear Phillies now are in on uh, on trying to get Keuchel now. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I think I think he's to be honest with you. I think he's he's definitely going to go either to to Braves or uh, you know Philadelphia. You know that I think that's honestly because they they do they do need him for sure. That's what getting him. Yeah, I think he he either go to Phillies or or the Braves. But um, I, I believe when I see it, if he comes to the match, which I strongly doubt it. Um, plus, he you know he doesn't have Boris doesn't have the best relationship with the Mets anyway, and then now mm-hmm. that he has a former you know agent potential rival, since they were both top agents you know in baseball, you know maybe that could be a, you know another negative. Who knows? But yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, moving and shifting gears with the um, the Yankees and uh, the Yankees, man. They, Injury wise, it, it sounds like I'm reading a, a Yankee uh, Met script because they have mm-hmm. at least ten ten guys on the DL. They got CC, they got Montgomery, they got um, Severino, um, Nick Freno, Everybody, everybody. <laughs> the Yankees. You know, but all seriousness, um, everybody is hurting on the Yankees, man. But. Um, you know they they've they've played you know they're playing a little bit better these past couple of games they 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 beat up the Orioles in Yankee Stadium South aka Oakland I mean Orioles Park at Camden Yards or as I just call it Camden Yards like it used to be called mm-hmm. um, yeah the the Yankees offense they you know they um they found the antidote to their to their um scoring problems because they. You know they they've lost a couple of games to to Tigers and you know they're you know they have a lot of injuries so that's definitely um, contributed to their slow start. I mean, what what's your what's your thoughts? I know you checked out a game uh, Tuesday night, man. How was it? Oh yeah, I went to the the uh, second game in the series against the Tigers and we ended up losing that game. Offense, I mean, it's like we had. Uh, spring training lineup out there with all these guys injured. Mm-hmm. Right now we have 11 guys on the injury list. That's the most in the majors right now. You know, every other team has no more than eight, and we have 11. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. I mean, we just placed Troy Tulowitzki on the injured list, and we have uh, Miguel Andujar who might have possibly season an injury or might have to spend time on a DL and just play with the injury and have – surgery after the season, so they're going to monitor him and see if he plays or not any time this season. Uh, you got Stanton also on the injury list, uh, Batantis, Aaron Hicks. That's a lot of guys. I've never seen this many injuries early on with the Yankees ever, so if, if this continues, they're going to have to fire the strength and conditioning coach because something's, something's not right, you know, but so we got a lot of guys that have been called up, like Clint Frazier, Stotchman. Um, you know, they, they're filling in with some of the guys that are an Angelus. And today they did manage Elijah to be. Go. Yeah, Elijah. So uh, guy, those guys are going to need to step up. Um, but, uh, you know, the offense, the offense, with the plays that they have right now, the offense hasn't been doing well. You know, they're striking out a lot right now. A judge, you know, he's fallen into bad habits of, you know, chasing pitches 
he had a four strikeout game today for the second uh, game of the season, uh, second time this season. So, you know, he needs to step up and be the, that power judge that we all know and love. But um, today was Glaber Day. Glaber was the one that carried us. He had uh, two home runs, what, four for four. I think he's the first rook, first uh, the youngest Yankee to go four for four in a game since Derek Jeter in 96, I think. So uh, he pretty much carried us today. And I think uh, Voight also had a home run. So uh, right now we're three and four. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we just need to keep the ship afloat until some of these other guys can come back and help this team, you know, try not to, like, fall any deeper in the standings. But the good thing is it's still early on, and the Red Sox are two and six, so they're worse than us right now. So it's still early, you know, don't push the panic button yet. So we just got to continue to, you know, just play better and stay afloat. Uh, you know, and wait till these other guys come back. I hear you. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, it's the spring training lineup out there because all the, the the guys are practically hurt. Stanton's hurt. I mean, everybody was hurt on this team. So, basically, it's just follow the Mets script, you know. Just um, play, play with what you have. And, yeah. you know, when those guys finally get healthy, it's like getting a – uh, you know, mid-season acquisition. So pretty much. And then, of course, you know, Yankees are always gonna make moves like signing Gonzalez recently. So yeah, it's too early to hit the panic button, like you said. So well, yeah, you know, it's got a hundred and something games left, so it's a long season. Yep, no doubt about that. And uh, switching gears to um. Unlike you said, there's plenty of season left for the the, the um, Yankees, um, a, a beloved team that we both have, the Knicks. Their season has been long done, but the only bright spot of the Knicks is um, is Mitchell Robinson. I mean, this guy, he's been. I think he has like 29 straight games where he has um, at least two blocks a game, and I mean, this guy, this guy is a this guy is a building block to. He's a phenom. Yeah, he is. He's really a phenom. Like, like this dude is the equivalent of Undertaker in 1990, man. He's mm-hmm. he's just he's just a, a tall, imposing figure. Yeah. That's just you know, make is putting you know, sending his his um his opponents to rest in peace. You know, I mean, this guy he he's just he's dominant, man, at such a young age. And, you know, under uh, DeAndre Jordan's tutelage and, you know, other big men in the, you know, from the Knicks past, like Camby and and uh, Willis Reed, giving him advice here and there and coaching him. I mean, this guy, he has a bright future. He definitely does. Yeah. And I got to say something about the Knicks. You know, I was mad when they traded away Porzingis, but after hearing mm-hmm. rumors that the Knicks were aware of this extortion case with Porzingis, and they were also aware of um, Hardaway's injury when they decided to train the Mavericks, starting to feel a little better about that trade. It looks like we may have won that trade after all. Yeah. Uh, well, they'll definitely run this trade if they can, if the rumors is true about 
um, you know, Durant coming here because the most recent rumor is that it's a done deal that they're they're gonna come. And you know, if he comes, uh, Kyrie Irving is gonna come with him. But um, you know, like we've been saying for the past year, at least this past year or so, you know, we'll believe it when we see it. So, you know, we'll definitely find out in in uh, July first when when they're they're able to sign. Yeah. You know. And um, also looking to the Knicks' future, you know, um, Duke was eliminated. So the potential Knicks, um, you know, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, you know, those their 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 collegiate career is uh, over. So we'll find on the draft, you know, in, in June if Knicks will finally get those lucky ping pong balls which they haven't they haven't won since uh the hewing the hewing um draft yep so we'll you know we'll see what happens with that and um now the the final four is gonna is gonna um go down in a few days on the sixth you have michigan state versus texas tech and then you got virginia versus auburn um, who who you think's gonna take it? Well, I mean, Duke was my favorite pick, but you know, I thought it was good. I thought it'd be Duke and Virginia in the championship game, but since Duke is limited, uh, I gotta go with Virginia. You know, Virginia I think is a probably right now the best team in the nation, and they've only had well, how many losses? I think they only have two or three losses this year. You know, so they've been playing really well. I, I don't think any team could beat them right now, so I'm gonna stick with Virginia to win it all. It's thirty three yeah, and three been, is their record right yep, now. Thirty three and three and yep, and they're six and two on the ACC. So yeah, they definitely the they definitely look like the favorites right now. With Duke out for sure. And uh and then the the finals is gonna be on the eighth. So Virginia will be battling most likely Michigan State, and I'll uh, get that uh, victory. Should be good. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, let's uh, shift gears uh, to the WWE big pay-per-view event, WrestleMania 35. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, kind of. I mean, yeah. you read my mind. <laughs> you know, it, it'll just a mess. There's some matches that are like, okay, yeah, I really want to see this. And most of these matches are like, hmm, I could watch these these matches on Raw and SmackDown the yeah. following week. But, I, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's not as exciting as some of the other WrestleManias in the past. But, you know, it's, mm-hmm. there's some matches I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. Um, looking forward to seeing... Um, um, what was the other match I was thinking of? Um, the the triple threat, match, uh, yeah, triple threat women's match, right? You know, um, so the, there's Kofi some matches. Uh, Kofi, yeah, Kofi and, Daniel, uh, Kofi versus yeah, Daniel Bryan, um, yeah. AJ versus Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, that's really about it. I mean, Triple H and Batista won. You know, it should be a good match. Well, I mean, we all know what's gonna 
how that match is going to end, which uh, we'll dive into that uh, momentarily as we uh, uh, start this uh, preview. So here's here's here it is so far the matches that are that are predicted because you know as they say things can change the card is subject to change but as of right now here's uh, what the card is um, the revival Dash Wilder and uh, Scott Dawson versus uh, the former Edgeheads. Uh, Wait, what was that? Zach I'm the sorry. Revival we... are, the revival is versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Oh yeah, hmm, that's a good one. Yeah, actually, that that match yeah. should be good. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. This is a new match they just announced. I think today. So yeah, this is gonna be a good match too. And uh, Kurt Hawkins' um, 200 plus losing streak. I think it's lasted like at least I think two years, span of two years. It's on the line, and if they win. Him and Zack Ryder becomes tag team champions. Right. Uh, yeah, I think they were tag team champions back in the days because they were, you know, they were, of course, Edge heads, and then and then afterwards, um, uh, but before that, I think they were what were they call um, they call Mega Busters or something. I'm trying to think of the name of their their tag team because I I knew them as Edge heads, but I think when they were like an FCW, they were called um, they you know they became uh, Edge heads when they when they uh formed a faction with um. With uh with Edge. Let's see what's in the group again. Um, Edgeheads. It's a funny name. I'm trying to think of the name of that group. I think it was called. I think it was called Mega Busters. Let me see what's it called. Can I find it? The Rated R Entourage. No, they were they were um they were they were the um they were part of the Edgeheads. Yeah, I know that. They, but yeah, but, but before they also they, were nicknamed the Rated R Entourage. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah. I think before they debuted as the Edgeheads, they they were a tag team in mind in the uh, you know FCW. Um, oh. But yeah, yeah, I think they were. I think they. Were, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, because I'm reading here, they are nicknamed the Rated R Entourage, and of course the Edgeheads. Um, oh, okay. In on W, they so they debuted in 2007 on WWE's main roster. Oh, Major WWE Brothers. Brand. That's what it is. That's the name. Oh, Brian okay. and Brett Major. Yeah. Major Brothers. I thought it was right. Major Brothers. <laughs> I don't think of superpowers or the Mega Powers or something. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. That there, there it is. They, and my prediction is, is that the streak is going to end at WrestleMania where it should have, instead of a, a random Raw or SmackDown or Superstar match. This is the perfect place for it to for it to end, you know. And then uh, start a feud with the Revival. You know, I think this is WrestleMania is a perfect place for it to to end. And yeah, he's a local guy too, Kerr Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, th- oh, yeah, they're both Mets fans. You know, they're both from, like, Long Island. You know, um, Long Island's right not too far away from New Jersey. And, of course, you know, they pretend, like, WrestleMania at the Meadowlands is New York because that's the closest thing we're going to have to WrestleMania in New York since they don't do MSG anymore. 
So, yeah, I mean, this is the perfect place. But, you know, WWE, they love to make the hometown hero lose at home. But um, I, I think um, I'm going to go against my – I'm going to go against my brain. I, or, or should I say – yeah, I'm going to go against my brain because WWE likes to make hometown heroes lose at home. I think Kurt Hawkins will have his streak end at the grandest stage of them all and join his uh, former tag team brother, Zack Ryder, as the new WWE Raw tag team champions. Um, yeah, I think you, so, too. Yeah, I think uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder are going to win it. I have a feeling. I'm going to go with them as well. Hello? And uh, next, they got Usos, Jan Jimmy versus Ricochet, Alistair Black uh, versus The Bar, which is, of course is our Sheamus versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Usos. Uh, I think uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black are going to win. You know, th- those guys were great singles guys in, uh, in uh, NXT. And ever since they've been called up to WWE, you know, they've been a, a formidable tag team. So this is their their time to uh, win the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. What, what do you think? I think the Usos are going to retain it. Don't see any... Yeah, I, uh, see that I don't have faith in those other teams. I think the Usos, are, they're going to retain the titles. Yeah, that would be my second uh, game. But, yeah, I could see that happening, but... I think they're going to put the titles on. I could see it happening. I could see Usos retaining, but uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and see Ricochet and Alistair Black win. Yeah. But you might have a point there because they can't have – I mean, then again, Usos are big guys too. But, yeah, I guess – yeah, I could see uh, – I'm going to stick with my pick. Ricochet, Alistair Black. Now you got the, the, the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royale. Um, I think Oscar's going to win. Yeah, I'd go Oscar too because they screwed her out of that title, mm-hmm. losing it to yep. Charlotte Flair. So they they better reward her by having her win this battle royale. Meaningless battle royale. Yeah. So all these all these battle royales are are meaningless. If it's not the Royal Rumble, they're meaningless. Yeah. Even though they did kind of mess with Becky, even though she did win the the Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, and then she had to compete again to um, qualify again, but WWE writing. (laughs) But, (laughs) all right, let's uh, move on to the Boston Hug connection. Of course, you got uh, Bailey and Sasha versus Becky, I mean, uh, Beth Phoenix and and Natalia, the Iconics, which is, of course, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce versus Nia Jax and uh, Tamina. Um, what can I see happen? You know, I think they're gonna surprise people and make uh, the Iconics win. Some some crazy way. You know what I mean? Like they want you to think the the Boston Hawks is gonna retain it since they're the good, they're the you know, you know they're the 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 main heroes in this story in this match. Of course, you got Beth Phoenix, who's a legend, and Natalia, who are, you know, faces as well. 
the the iconics are the least likely people you think would win because they're just you know they're they talk smack you know they're you know they they play around you know what I mean they're not like imposing figures like Nia Jackson Tamina but I think somehow some way the iconics are going to come out with the title. I thought originally iconics were going to become the first. Um, you know, mm-hmm. women's tag team champions, but I don't know. I I don't see the I don't see Sasha Banks and Bailey losing it to any of those teams. I think it, there'll be a moment there where you think Natalia and Beth Phoenix might win it, but yeah. I think I think they're gonna retain the titles for now. I I could see that happening. I mean, they did win not too long ago, but. And you know they want us to think Beth Phoenix and Natalia is going to win because, you know, yeah. Beth is a legend, you know. But I don't think I don't think she's going to I don't think she's going to get that 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 um you know, that that win, you know, that surprising win, the veteran win, winning a title after, you know, how many years of probably a decade of hiatus. Yeah. Did she wait, did she compete in uh, the Royal Rumble? That Phoenix? The 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 the, the women's Royal Rumble like from last year. Uh probably might have been. I think she commentated. I know. I think she commentated. Maybe. Might have been. I don't know if she. I'd have to. I have to um. Check that out. Let me see quickly. She did. Um. She did compete in the. Let's see. I think she did. No, um, I'm gonna have to. Looks like she just commentated, but I'm gonna have to look into that to dive into that. But um, yeah, moving along, uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Both talented guys, but I really don't care about this feud. I'd rather see Dean Ambrose fight Drew McIntyre since they're the ones that clearly have a feud. But uh, Roman Reigns is going to win. I mean, what else? Yeah, of course. I mean, Roman Reigns, he just came back. This will be his first majors individual match since he's come back. And I don't see him losing it. So I'm going to go Roman Reigns as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus the Demon Finn Balor, the Demon King called Balor. Uh, Finn Balor as a Demon. I mean, when was the last time he lost a match as a, yeah. as a Demon? I mean, he hasn't been the Demon in a long time anyway. The Demon King for a long time, and I mean, him and Bobby Lashley has been trading the titles back and forth, back and forth. But with him going to the Demon, you know, his Demon persona, you know, he, he's definitely gonna win this match. Yeah, I, I don't see the Demon King losing, you know, so I see the devil winning this uh, the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> and then you got Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. You know, I, I heard Rey Mysterio's hurt. So this match might be in jeopardy. This is a singles match for the United States champion. Um, I, uh, I could see Rey Mysterio winning all the time. I, uh, but I think 99% of this chance, I would say Ray would win. But 
maybe I think Samoa Joe will retain it. Even though I'm I'm gonna probably been kicking myself like, come on, man, when does Rey Mysterio ever lose these type of matches? But I'm let me kick myself, but I'll say Samoa Joe retains. Yeah, I mean this match could go either way, but I'm leaning towards yeah. Samoa retaining it. Um, I'm gonna go with Samoa. Yeah, if this was Samoa Joe against anybody else, with the exception of John Cena or Roman Reigns or somebody like that, you, you got to pick some. You, uh, it would be it would be a slam dunk for you to pick Samoa Joe. Yeah, but Rey Mysterio, you know he always finds a way to have an underdog upset victory out of nowhere. So. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Then you got the Andre the Giants Battle Memorial, which also has SNL's uh, Colin Joyce, which is your, your homegirl, uh, um, Scarlett Johansson's uh, fiance apparently, or boyfriend. And of course, <laughs> Michael Che, yep. his uh, SNL sidekick. Of course, Braun Strowman, who I picked to win, obviously. This meaningless Battle Royale. Well, who do you, who you think is going to win? Wow. I I mean right now I'd probably say I'd probably go with I'd probably go with Braun I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably go with Braun Strowman, but uh also, you know, is this guy Lars Sullivan ever gonna come to uh, wrestle? I don't know. know. I don't is he even he's supposedly going to be in this. I think he's going to be in this Battle Royale. Well, I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, if he does come, maybe they could make him surprise and beat. It could be It could be down to him and Lars, you know. Yeah. Who knows? But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Colin Jost wins it. And, you know, I'll, if WWE does that, then this will be dumber than WCW crowning, uh, what's his name, as the champion? <laughs> David Arquette. Uh, David Arquette. <laughs> Well, at least that's not a WWE title. I, I mean, at least it's not the championship. This is right, a, right. a meaningless memorial trophy True. battle royale. I mean, True. it's good they are honoring legends, you know, like Andre the Giant, obviously. And, uh, yeah. You know. But Didn't the Rod Strowman win it last year or the year before? Uh, He won the one, the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble one. At, at oh, right, right. The great, I don't think right. he's ever won. Uh, I don't think he's won a battle Because Big Show won. And uh, Baron Corbin won. Right. And, um, yeah, I guess we'll go to Corbin versus uh, Kurt Angle. Um, I don't think Kurt Angle's going to fight Corbin. I think he's going to face Cena. But in any case, whoever he face, he's going to lose. Kurt Angle's going to lose because, you know, WWE loves to have heroes, you know, heroes, you know, um, veteran guys on their last match lose and pass the torch to whoever they face. So I think he's going to lose anyway, even if it's John Cena, even though John Cena is not a veteran. I mean, he's not a, a rookie, but, you know, uh, John Cena's first match was, of course, against Kurt Angle, and John Cena fought a, a you know, a, a courageous match, but he lost. And I guess uh, Kurt Angle's going to do him the favors, if that's the case. Yeah, well, if if it is Angle versus Corbin, Angle's going to win, of course. Um, but if it's not, then, you know, I could see maybe The Undertaker coming out, challenging Angle. Maybe that, that could be a good maybe. matchup right there. So, who knows? Oh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, I gotta. This the show is about to end quickly. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, I know it's caught up on me. So yeah, I think Orton will beat AJ Styles. Uh, Batista will lose to Triple H because Triple H never lost to, never beat him in a first round matchup. I mean, one on one matchup. Buddy Murphy will retain. Uh, Becky will unite, will win the titles as she should. Even though I'm scared Charlotte might win. And then, uh, let me see, Daniel Bryan will finally beat, will lose to Seth Rollins, will defeat Brock Lesnar. So, uh, anything you'd like to say quickly? Uh, yeah, check out my uh, post-show WrestleMania slash Hall of Fame review on Sunday night and come back here, check out Sports of Legend every Saturday at 11 at its original time. Uh, you heard the guy. I'll, I'll give you my in-depth uh, review next time. He's McCauley Matthew. I'm William Ramon, and I'll see you guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.